Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. All right, everybody, I'm here with my cohort, Clay Mills. Man, you stole my word, cohort. <laughs> I know. It's good. And I want to welcome you all to the pod. I was listening to a podcast this week and they called their podcast The Pod. And I thought, that's cool. We we should start calling it The Pod. So oh, we're, no. we're here. We're here on the pod today, and I've got a surprise topic for Clay Mills. He's not heard about this. Um, So, Clay, I want to talk about what are the day-to-day tools you use as a songwriter. Oh, okay. First of all, before we get into that, I want to say I'm so glad you did not continue with the pod thing. Like, we're two peas in a pod. Like, I was just going to have to, like. (laughs) Check out of this podcast if that's yeah. what was going to happen. So no. I'm glad you. But this spoke. pod, <laughs> this pod is powered by Sweetwater. <laughs> so we want to say that we appreciate them. We get tons of gear from them. We love those folks. So here we go, Clay. What are the tools you use every day as a songwriter? Well, Marty, I use Chat GBT to come up with all my lines in my song. <laughs> that's one thing you'll never hear me say. Yeah. Um, Tools. Um, Well, I mean, there's the obvious. I mean, I have if you're watching on YouTube, you see my studio behind me. I like to have a keyboard. I like to have a guitar. Um, But that being said, I go and write a lot of different places. So as long as I have a guitar, I'm good. Um, Usually a computer or my telephone, something that I can type, you know, lyrics into and the iPhone is great because I also use that to record voicemails so I can record work tapes of the songs I'm working on. If I'm remote, if I'm in the studio, then yeah, you can can pop down a track in the studio. But yeah, I think those basic elements, something to bang out some chords on, something to write the lyrics on being my you know phone or my computer, um, I know you're probably asking for more advanced stuff, but I figured we'll start with the simple basics. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got some to add to that. One simple thing I use every day is Google docs. Um, mm-hmm. When COVID came and I was writing all by zoom, I kind of reluctantly shifted over to that from just a word doc and really have seen so many benefits from it. So every single day I'm doing a Google doc. Um, and some tips that I found on Google Doc, you know, if you if you open a Google Doc, it's going to change the date on it. So I always put the date that we wrote the song in the in the Google Doc so I can go back to that. And if I like if I forget, like, who did I write that song with? I can go back to my calendar and search for the date and I find that date in the doc and, and I can get all that information. D.O.C. Um, so it's data, data creation. D.O.C. That, that's right. So. um that's one tip. Another tip that I that I have is for everybody to put all their contact information, PRO information, and publishing information in that Google Doc. When I write, especially when I write for Sync, they want everybody's full legal name. They want their the name they go by. They want the PRO, the publishing name with the PRO, and the IPI numbers and all that stuff. And so another tool that I use for that is on my Mac, I have Sticky digital sticky notes on the the desktop. And I just keep all that information right there where every day on my Google doc, I just go there, copy, paste it. 
and it's in the Google Doc. The reason that can be important is because like when you've done this as long as Clay and I have, there are multiple catalogs that you have. So if I don't know exactly when I wrote something with Clay, I don't know which catalog it was of his. And I've changed PROs a couple of times. So Clay doesn't know if that song was with BMI (laughs) for me or CSAC or where, where it was. And so just having that information on every single lyric sheet and every Google Doc is really important because that way you need to, you can go back, get all that information. Something great happens with the song. You're not trying to track down everybody. And I also put my phone number and my email on there just so that I want people to have lots of different ways to contact me if something good happens with our song. So the Google Docs and the sticky note are something I use every day. I use a database. Oh. Before you jump in the database, just so people that that aren't used to co-writing on Zoom know what we're talking about with Google Docs is, for instance, if you and I are in two different cities and we're writing a song on Zoom, we're typing the lyric in that Google Doc. So as you're typing a line, I see it instantly on the other side of the world, wherever I am. And if I'm typing a line, you can see it. So we're not just putting our contact information in there. We have a whole song we're working on and that lyric is there at the bottom of the lyric. We pop in all our co-writing information. And then it's something we share. If I need to find out your, you know, information on your publishing, I can see it. You can see mine. Um, and it just makes record keeping a whole lot easier. Yeah. And even like when Clay and I write together and we're in the same room, we're using a Google Doc because that yes. way he can play his guitar or his keyboard and he just sees on the screen what I'm typing. So I'm kind of the typing person in the room and Clay is playing guitar or keyboard. And it's just a really efficient way to work. Yeah. Um, you can also do little things like stop being a jerk and it pops up there on the screen and Clay can see it and that kind of stuff, just fun. Um, but yeah, the database I was mentioning called Airtable and Clay and I don't get anything for any of these things we're talking about, but I've found that Airtable is a really great little database to um, put all your song ideas in and to organize mm-hmm. them. So you can you know, put the song title and here's a note about it and here's the topic. And that way, if I'm writing with an artist and they say, hey, I I would like to write a song about life, I can search for life and it shows me all the song ideas I've had for for Mm -hmm. life. Or if I have an idea I want to save for Clay, I put his name by it and then I can search for Clay's name and all the ideas I've saved for him pop up. So it's just a, a really efficient way to organize your ideas so that you're not just looking at your phone going, wait a second, I know there's something on here and all these hundreds of ideas on your phone. Um, another tool I use a lot is Master Writer. Um, I love the dictionaries in Master Writer. They have a lot of mm-hmm. like cultural things. You know, you can look like American cities and it'll give you all the names of these American cities or, you know, beer brands in addition to like a thesaurus and rhyming dictionary and all that kind of stuff. So Master Writer is something I use uh, pretty much every day as well. Yeah. Is there anything else you you can think of that you use? Yeah, I mean, you're way more organized on the lyric side with the database and stuff. I tend to keep my titles all just kind of, you know, in a line down my notes on my iPhone. And, you know, I might have 100 titles in there. You know, we write a lot, so I don't tend to store up 
hundreds of titles. You know, I, I tend to write them almost as fast as I come up with them. But on the music side, um, I thought this would be interesting to talk about. A lot of people are going, oh, I go to splice.com and, and I pull chord progressions off. And, you know, I guess if, if you're not a player, it can be helpful. But one thing I caution, Splice is great. I use it all the time for things like kick drum sounds or snaps, um, things like that. But if you're taking that guitar lick where it's playing a chord progression, just know that there's probably a thousand other people using that today. You know, just today they're using it. So um, I tend to not pull things that are big phrases and and chord progressions and those type of things offline that are available for everyone. Because at the end of the day, what's going to separate me and you, Marty, from all the other, you know, 100,000 songs uploaded to Spotify is that we sound different, our ideas are different, that we've dug a little deeper. And you're not going to do it just by you know, downloading some generic track or chord progression and writing to it. It can be helpful, but at some point, if you don't play an instrument and you use a track, I would really encourage you at some point to go get that re-demoed where it sounds original and doesn't sound like something everyone else is using. Yeah, absolutely. Have you found yourself using AI at all in your your day-to-day writing? No, I have not. Um, I mean, the reason for me is, you know, I, I know some people that go, well, if I get stuck in the second verse, I ask AI. And sometimes, you know, after it spits out a hundred lines, there'll be one I can use. I'm like, I don't, I want to come up with my own lines. You know, I want to, yeah. I, I, so far, AI is not going to outright somebody like me or you that's been writing thousands of songs. I mean, that, and, yeah. and I'm happy about that. I don't want to, it's not like a rhyming dictionary, you know, it's, it's, and in fact, I don't even use rhyming dictionaries that much, but I just don't think if you're, if, if your job is to be a songwriter, I just encourage you to develop your own skill, your own writing voice, your own writing style, and not have something else and become your voice. You know, I just, that's yeah. my personal opinion. Have you used it for writing yeah. or? Well, not for for coming up with lines for a song, but I have used it to for a resource. Like I might say, what are other ways to say this phrase? Right. And it'll come up with some, some interesting other ways to, to say that. Or I might, you know, almost like an advanced Google search in a way of like, you know, what kind of engines were in 1969 Ford <laughs> trucks? If I'm trying to refer to something in a song, you know. It just just using it as a source of information I've found to be helpful at times, yeah. you know. So if I'm trying to think of a different way to say something, I may use it and just say, you know, I, what this phrase that's like a common cliche or what's, what would be another way to say that? And yeah. I found every now and then it comes up with something interesting that I could put in. It's a good distraction. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, if you're bored and you're writing. <laughs> um, but you yeah. got to be careful because all the information at this point was entered three years ago. So you're not going to get mm-hmm. up-to-date information and you're going to get wrong information. I mean, I asked ChatGBT what Bob Dylan song I wrote and it spit back a song title 
and a paragraph about how I wrote a Bob Dylan song. I did not write a Bob Dylan song. I mm-hmm. asked it, it, I said, chat GBT, did you make this up? And then it apologized to me for making it up. So just know, <laughs> just know that chat GBT is not an encyclopedia. There were human beings a few years ago that entered this data. And if it doesn't know something, it is prone to make stuff up. So just know that going into it. <laughs> it's kind of like a toddler. Yes. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. And it and it sheepishly apologized for making a, a song that I wrote. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I mean, I, I think there, there's all kinds of resources out there for songwriters and there's no shame in, you know, using a, a rhyming dictionary or, you know, using any of these tools to, to spark your creativity. And like Clay mentioned, you, you know, with splice and with the AI, you, you just want to be sure that you're coming up with original stuff. Yeah. You know, what, whatever it is, whether it's musically or lyrically, that kind of thing. But, but it's, in my opinion, it's kind of silly not to use every tool at your disposal to help you be a better writer, you know, to, to challenge yourself, to, to come up with new and different ways to think and say things. Um, all those are beneficial. And, you know, for me, I, I do go in with, I think right now I've got a, a little over a thousand song ideas in one database and about 1500 in another one. So yeah. I've got a lot of resources ready. If, if somebody says, I want to write a song about angels, I can search and I've got a bunch of titles I've come up with about that, you know, so anything you can do like that to give you a, a little advantage or to help you be more organized can be really helpful. Yeah. And, you know, the whole AI thing, people are talking about it like this is something that's just happened. But coming from an audio engineering background like myself, as you can see on the YouTube video here, I've got tons of Sweetwater gear that I've. Thank you, Sweetwater, for sponsoring this podcast today. But um, I've been using AI and plugins for years in the audio field, and it was never. We didn't call it AI, but that's what it was. And so, you know, it would listen to a mix and and suggest you make some, you know, EQ changes here or, or whatever it is. Um, or it's, you know, you buy a generic mic and it will make your mic sound like 30 different microphones that cost a lot more money. All that's artificial intelligence. Um, right. we, did, we just didn't call it that. So I think there's a a bit of a buzzword and then it divides people. Oh, I'm against AI or I'm for it. And, you know, but it's just, if you use it as a tool and you don't um, let it use you and become a tool, I think that's the proper. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Thank y'all for stopping by the pod today. This will probably be the last day we call it the pod. We're just trying (laughs) to be hit for one moment. Uh, in the show notes, we got links to books we've written, to Songtown itself. And I hope this has been helpful and that you will go write something great. Cheers. <laughs>